Fill her up. You're listening to the Gas Digital Network. Master of Punk's Tamer Sages, the king of ring himself. But your boy Thicky Smalls, Gerard Michaels, in the house. Well done. Handled well. That was beautiful. Thank you for sunshine. Thank you for rain. Feeling grateful today on this on this absolutely torrentially downpoured Florida Friday. Coming to you is your boy Gerard Michaels. Fresh off that spot on OAN. I know you guys listen. Thanks for tuning in. That was really cool of you. And to my left at six foot three, two hundred pounds, and every one of them is a problem. The CEO of the Yo, RNC. what about my hair? The master of punks and tamer of sages. The best hair in the fight game. Best hair in the fight game. <laughs> Slick back. <laughs> in the funny. cut. I bet it looks mad funny from the side. Right? How's it look on camera over there, Christian? Fire? Hell Fire. Yeah. There you whoa, go. Keep whoa. going, G. No, nah, it's pretty much No, it. you're used to the interruptions, right? What's going we, on? We bound, you know, oh, that's it? We're good. Well, I, I, there was nothing else to say. Tamer, Master Punks, Tamer of Sages, the King of the Ring himself, Slick Mick the Ruler, Mickey Gall. What's going on, buddy? All 200 pounds of me are a problem. We did that already. <laughs> All right. I'm paying attention. What's up, bro? We're podcasting. Here we are. You're doing good, buddy. What are you, uh, what are you looking at on your phone there, pal? Uh, texting Mike Barwis. Okay. Now, Mike Barwis is the guy in control of your, uh, your rehab. Is that correct? Uh yeah yeah my rehab and my uh sh- my current strength and conditioning my whole program you know uh we got George here today special Georgie. guest hello George special he's a sucker for the camera Georgie what George, up, George boy it. now what type Come of here. dog is Georgie Come here what type yeah, let's of dog get George is up on the camera for people watching um Joe boy, come here. That's not here. Oh, I know this breed. It's uh, he's, a, he's a Weimariner <laughs> and an Australian Shepherd. He's an Aussie. Show that pretty mouth to the camera. He's an Aussie. Yeah. What do you think he sounds like? If he if he could speak English, what would he sound like? Uh, that's a really good question. Because uh, he does. He talks to me a lot. Does he? Yeah. He does. Does he sound like... Uh, he says I, some wild shit, bro. What's his accent? I, I imagine Steve Irwin. Does he sound like Steve no, Irwin? He spe- no, he speak. I know. I get it. Uh, Australian Shepherd, you think like that. He sounds like he, he's never lived in Australia. Oh. Um... <laughs> But uh, he he's from Pennsylvania, I believe originally. Oh, even worse accent. Yeah, yeah not Dutch. much better. But but he was there as just like as a little pup, so it doesn't uh, affect so him. That's whom? You know what I mean? That's no, he doesn't say whom. He doesn't say like I'm gonna phone my whom. Yeah. yeah, I lost my phone. Can we, can we call him? Can we call home? Maybe I left it in a drawer. Yeah, a drawer. A drawer. A drawer. Yeah. He does do the thing, so that's a little. Do that. You know, that is a little uh, on shout, the nose there. Shout out to the people from Eastern Pennsylvania because they know they should be anywhere but there. Well, yeah. That's why they spend the whole summers at the Jersey Shore. Just they got to get out. They got to yeah. get out. They go down to Wildwood mostly, right? Yeah, they go down or they go Margate. A lot of Margate action. Wildwood's funny because Wildwood has like a lot of like uh, like Canadians, like a lot of like that's Montreal. That's more Cape May, I feel. 
But yeah, there's and a Wildwood. ton, ton. Wildwood really does. Wildwood have... and Cape May are like the same thing. Oh, I gotta tell you, Cape May would be really mad at you to hear you say that. Why? Well, C- Cape no, May no is... Wildwood. So I'm talking. Yeah, I, I know what you're saying, but but I disagree. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a, there's a lot of Wildwood, uh, but I guess like you know, there's like they got Wildwood Crest and they got Wildwood sure proper or whatever. Totally. Um, you know what it's like. It's like when we tell people from Boca, we live in Pompano, which is like Boca, and they're like, no, 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 no it's not. It's not, no. And that's why uh, we often say Lauderdale by the sea. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> Lauderdale by the sea yeah, is like, you know, yeah, it's like, yeah, we live on the ocean. It's, yeah, it's by the sea. Yeah. Shout right, out. Like right there. Shout out to Kodak Black, our neighbor from Pompano. Yeah. 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 Gremlin. You know yeah. what's funny? That, that, um, that court over there oh, where, I, shoot. where I play my pickleball, uh, yeah. they got basketball right next to it. And it looks like some of the most athletic people we've ever seen. I have been playing pickleball there three hours a night, three, four days a When you a say it looks for, like the most athletic people you've ever seen, what do you mean? I mean tall, ripped up, black. <laughs> <laughs> like you would think there's some basketball being played at these courts. My friend, I have watched hundreds of hours over there. I don't. You hearing this shit? Yeah. You think uh, this is getting picked up too? We got a fucking saxophone outside. Yes, we literally have a saxophone right there, dude. Why is he saxophoning right now? Anyway, tell about your racist uh, story. (laughs) Yeah, it's actually it's breaking down. Wow, that is loud, huh? (laughs) Right. (laughs) That's this is like you guys enjoy the ambiance. They probably can't hear it at all. It's probably just us, and they're like, "What are you talking about?" For people that don't know, this is exactly like that uh, Family Guy sketch where uh, it's it's. Uh, what what's the name of the sketch? It's like interrupting trumpets. Needs to get a message to the short man in the hat. He needs to deliver this message before the construction site contracts are handed down. Starring, I don't remember uh, that Family Guy one. And yeah. I, yo, Family Guy was my shit growing up. I like that. That show was fucking awesome. Like growing up as, still as like, a kid. Great. I haven't watched it. Like, I fell off it a little bit, but... I think it had a lull, and now I think it's come back. And, like, Family Guy's amazing because it's gone full circle, and half of the episode is just inside jokes on itself the whole time. Right. Like, I watched one the other day where they were doing one of their cutaway shows and was like, remember the time? And they're doing, like, movies, parodies. And Cleveland's like, don't I get to tell one? And Peter goes to him, he goes, you had 84 episodes to tell your story. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) The Cleveland show? Yeah, they're just... They're they're just... they're, They're their own marks it's great That's but um, yeah. anyway the long story short in the pompano basketball was i've been watching for literally hundreds of hours and i have not seen a bucket made <laughs> not one not a you bucket bullshit. i swear to you not only that but they How, play- you think you'd go up there and, sh- and like show them what's up i do what? really yeah and i'm not a good basketball player no. so yeah but these guys are terrible. now how bad are you it's it's windy uh what basketball it depends on what you, you need play me to a do. Bit? I can play a little bit, but it depends on what you need I'd me to do. I'd imagine you could play. Oh. Yeah, captain of the high school basketball team, buddy. All right, know. so yeah, I would say you could play a little basketball. Then I can no? play a little basketball, but I'm I'm gonna tell you, uh, like I'll rebound. <laughs> I'll play D. You'll rebound. You'll I'll foul sh- out. I'll shoot from three. Oh yeah, we had back in the day. We got five fouls and used all of them. Yeah. I hate I hate modern basketball though. I really do. I I, I grew up '90s basketball and like people going to the paint had to earn it. And, like, just dunking and dragging your nuts on someone's face. Like, Sean Kemp basketball. None of this, yeah. you know, jump shooting from 30 feet away. I can't stand it. It's just, you know. I, I Listen, 
I know I come on here a lot and I and I say things are bad and this and that, but I'm sorry, man. She's sports, good at basketball. You can't. You cannot. Convince yeah, I know I say me. things are bad, but I'm good at sports. You can't convince me. I'm an athlete. You can't convince. She's one of the most athletic big men you'll see for sure. You cannot. I wasn't always a big man. That's the thing. But I mean the. But you. But you didn't. Uh, like you didn't lose it. I know. I wish. I actually wish I would have known. I would have been able to maintain this athleticism at the size, and then I would have probably would have played football. Definitely would have stayed with football for sure. Yeah. Um. I the they used to say that. Uh, that I played every sport like I was playing football. Like the other like moms and dads mm-hmm. who didn't like when I'd be shoving the other kids. They would uh yeah. Well, I mean I've I'm on record, you know, probably pissing off the MMA community again as saying I never really found the MMA guys to be crazy athletic, like with their hand eye coordination. Until what? Well, no, you're you're very very athletic, but there's still a lot. I think it's a wrestler's thing, maybe. You know, a lot of wrestlers look like well, you ever see them dribble. What are you, are you like talking about? Your like forearms. storefront gym in Jersey? Maybe, and it was a it was a storefront gym. <laughs> yeah, it? it was above a uh, it was above a firehouse. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, maybe if, if that's your sample size, then yeah, and that's that's an example of that you probably shouldn't be speaking on MMA at large based yeah, on your I don't fucking. Know. So, uh, do you take back because you know you're wrong on your small sample size about MMA fighters not being athletic? No, you're gonna just you're gonna you're gonna hold on to this. You know what I? I find You've been it. in my gym. You're just gonna hold on to your fucking thing. I find it amusing every time i have even the slightest little bit of anything that that uh holds mma fighters as anything other than otherworldly you're like no 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 they're they're all great athletes i would pick them all to play basketball tomorrow that's not what i said that's not what i said i i think they're you made a general you made a generalization you made a generalization and i'm saying i'm i will if if we can go we can examine this a lot further okay if you want, there's definitely, there's definitely like, uh, you know, I'm, let me think of some examples of, there's certain guys that you, you know, aren't going to be athletic. They're going to, if they're going to shoot a basketball, like you, you've seen wrestlers who try to shoot baskets. It's like hilarious. Correct. You know what I mean? Yep. But at the same time, they also can move their, they can move their bodies in some ways that, you know what I mean? Like, are, totally. what are we basing this athleticism on? Are we basing it off shooting a basketball? Well, that's, we? that's the question, right? Is like, how do you base athleticism? Like, do you... Would you consider Lance Armstrong to be lesser of an athlete because I bet you he's not any good at basketball and he's not going to be running uh, any any out routes That's either? One of the greatest athletes of all time, yeah. Technically, so, right? Yeah. So I mean, in that point, I, I have to I have to concede one hundred percent. These are the best in the world at what they do. But like, take a guy like like uh, you know Ben Askren. Yep. Right. Like he like you know doesn't really have a a body on him. You know, what I mean, he's pretty like stiff. He's goofy looking with his striking. Sure, but still, like that's a world champ and world like champion. great at wrestling in the way you know doing certain things. So there has to be there is athleticism there. I'm sure if he tailored that athleticism other ways, he could be he would have been athletic in other things. Hand eye coordination, the you know the you ha- process you have and to speed. Hand eye coordination, no. I don't know. You know what? I mean, it's it's up for debate. Hand eye coordination. You, you like look at you a guy. Have hand eye coordination. You're not hitting nothing. You're not grabbing anything. Like, what do you think? There's do do do. Like, you know what I mean? I think that there's macro and micro. I think that there's fast twitch and slow twitch. I think that there's guys that can take a beating. Like you look at Khabib, and I, I mean, he's the best maybe ever at what he did. And you look at his body type. You look at you know his his ability. Like the motor, the the stamina that guys have is phenomenal. It's unreal. 
you know, but I also like you look at a guy like Greg Hardy stepped off stepped off the NFL field, was an all pro, and was able to compete at the highest level of MMA within how many years? Two years did it take him? Do you think guys are stepping off the out of the octagon and then onto the onto the NFL? Um, they could. Do you? You think so? Yeah. Huh. I mean, they had. Uh, I mean, you have a guy like uh, who did it? Brock Lesnar. Um, even one of like, there's a lot of times like like a stud wrestler, uh, uh, Stephen Neal. Is that his name Stephen yeah. Neal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll have stud wrestlers will go into the NFL. Yep. Like right out of. We just uh, met Gable Stevenson. Very, yeah. very impressive. Gable guy. Stevenson yep. could, yeah, he. I'm sure he. They could find a place for him on a football field. Sure, you know. So you're you're of the you're. Of and I'm that. not. I'm not again. And it, it, this also re- reminds me of our conversation on Monday, where it was like the the more you learn, the less you know. Remember that little thing I, s- mm-hmm. I sent you today? Mm-hmm. Like I don't. I don't think it's black and white. I think there's. Un- there, I think there's guys who are absolutely more slow t- twitch fighters. You take two guys who are great at it. Ben Askren, Damian Maya. Yep. You know what I mean? Their their styles. They're not like you wouldn't look at them and think that's an athlete. But the their at their athleticism translates in different ways. Daniel Cormier. I think I think Cormier is an athlete. He just Freak doesn't look athlete. like one. Freak athlete. Yeah. I mean, his ability to—you can even see—he processes information and acts on that processing faster than probably anybody that size, maybe ever. I mean, you can see he's—he's he's a step ahead of everybody. I mean, there, there's. Ways people move. Yeah, look, no shit. You're right. But, I mean, that's kind of like our job here is to stimulate debate on these subjects. And, you know what I mean? Yeah. Have, the, have the topic of conversation that, you know, just because you lived it doesn't mean everybody else listening has. So, I mean, our job is to say, okay, this is what we think and this is why we think this way. It's not like – it's not it's not a stupid thing. We're not changing the, the world one way what? or another. To have a conversation like this and say, like, okay, like, could I – could you take – Brock Lesnar, right? Like, and the point you made earlier is the right point. Is Brock Lesnar a great athlete? He's one of the greatest athletes of all time, right? If you make him get in the Tour de France, how's he going to do? Not very well. That's not what he's built for. That's not, yeah. you know, so there, there's there's definitely different places people fit in. I think why people like comparing these things to MMA is everybody in their life has probably thrown a, a punch at some point or gotten into a tussle at some point. So it's almost like the great A surprising amount that you wouldn't, that you're, you'd be surprised by the amount of people who have never been in a fight. And I think the way the world keeps going, there's more and more and more and more of that. I think like all these these for one example these uh, big football players that I work out with, who are you know like six eight three hundred and thirty pounds. Yeah, never been in a fight. Absolutely, those guys have ever been. They told me they've never. They told me no, they've never been in a fight. Why? They're a big motherfucker. No one's gonna like. People don't want to start shit with uh, with big dudes. They always do. uh, You really think so? Like you don't. Well, we talked about this. All I can say is. Yes, for sure. They they told me they've never been in fights, and I, I'm not totally surprised. And I also think the way schools go, where if you touch someone, you get suspended. It's like it's it's a you know I I it's a total like pussification. You should be able to fucking you know like boys boys should be allowed to be boys. And if they if if someone you know wants to run their mouth, if they want to fucking check them, that should be allowed to happen. But in even in my school growing up, you. Hit someone or touch someone or do something wrong, suspend it. Wow. So straight, there was straight to jail. But like my like like uh in our dad's era, they would, you know, get they would be allowed to get in fights and teachers would break them up and they go to their class. My era? 
We got yeah, to fight storing games. Guys didn't even get kicked out of the game. Like, yeah, not mine. Uh, just to support your idea there, Mickey. Uh, just to support your idea there, Mickey. 23% of uh, people under 25 say they have been in a fight, while people in their late 30s to mid 40s, it's almost half. It's about 44. So was a, there was a drop of about 20% uh, between, I, I guess, in the past 10 years. Of people who say they've never been in a fight for so it's been basically been halved. That's insane. It's ha- half. It. Yeah, yeah, essentially. All right. So controversial perspective then. All right, for anyone listening to this, if you have never been in a fight in your life and you are listening to this, your homework is to find a gym, a boxing gym, preferably maybe kickboxing. Get punched in the face by the end of the week. Well, yeah, you 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 don't need to necessarily get punched in the face. You do jujitsu. But in there, you can it can be a simulated version, and you get a little you get a dose of reality, and it's a simulated safe place. No one dies there, you know what I mean? Like you're, it's safe, it's safe there. And uh, I know that, uh, we just saw a video of some guy got paralyzed in, in a jujitsu thing. Uh-huh. That's the first one I've ever seen of that of being in, in this since I was 16 years old, or something like that happening. Mm-hmm. Um, but. To the the great words of uh, Fight Club, how much can you really know about yourself till you've been in a fight? There's there's really nothing that matters. Other AJ, than... it's a movie. AJ, <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's a movie. You're a nice boy. You're and a nice I like that guy. About you. Uh, but listen, there is something to getting punched in the face and surviving it, and being like, you know what? Yeah, it's part of life, and you you it it. It's like one of those. Don't be walking around here thinking you're fragile. We're, yeah. We got some fucking hard bones. We got a nice little skeleton in here. Yeah. You hear that? <laughs> We're good. You're going to be all right. Is that, is that just beard? Did that sound hollow? Was that hollow? <laughs> <laughs> well, how'd you do that? It's a ventriloquist. Of a, you gonna, it's like a knock on the door. Yeah. Every every woman watching the uh, podcast, no, stop. Don't yeah. do that. Yeah. And uh, now I'm gonna I'm gonna use my uh, thing to slick back my hair since I just probably Sl- slick back. Hey, hey, yeah. I oh, think Zan. you know people get punched in the face is a good thing, man. I really do. I think you know learning to defend yourself, feeling feeling that, overcoming it. It's one of those rites of passage in life, you know. It's like one of those things. How can you be a, an adult male in this world and have never been in a fight? I don't understand. You remember that. the first uh, time you got punched in the face? Yeah. What happened? I think I cried. Yeah. I think yeah. I cried. Um, but, I mean, it was last week, though. So, <laughs> you know. No, well, it was. Uh, what happened? Uh, I don't remember exactly what happened. I remember it was in, uh, I believe it was third grade. A kid punched me in the in the face at recess, and I just sat down and cried. <laughs> <laughs> what a bitch! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sat down. Yeah, I don't want to be on my feet anymore. <laughs> yeah, I forget. Well, you was. really were a nerd coming up. Huh? I was a nerd coming up. Huh? Yeah. Uh, that's, I, that's probably why when that thing happened in fifth grade, my dad was like, I told you the story about that. He was like, this is what you're going to do tomorrow. No son of mine. Yeah. No son of mine. He probably did. You know, he was, uh, he was very interesting, my dad, with that stuff. Because on the one hand, every time he got in trouble, he'd be like, this is what we moved out of Brooklyn for, for you to do this shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then every time that's you did dad, something, man. and then every time you did something that was questionable, like, you know, he'd be like, what are you, fucking Fanook? This is... 
Remember where you come from. Like, yeah. You know, yeah, it's, like, it's a contradiction. Yeah. It's you a know? juxtaposition. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah, whatever you say, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, be good, but at the same time, be bad when you gotta be. You know? You know what though? There's yeah. a there's a lot of wisdom in that. I know. Yeah. And like you sound that's like roadhouse wisdom. Be nice until it's time to not be nice. Yeah. How will we know when it's time to not be nice? I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I I, uh, I I agree with that big time. I remember one time. Now this is just this is a little different. Um, I know I asked you punch in the face, but this is the f- first time and second time in a row I got my face smushed into the fucking sand. Right? So you. So this is not the first time you were punched in the face. No, this this story. So I was a uh, I I in the summers. Uh, so my grandparents, they lived in Long Beach Island. LBI. Right? They, and my, my grandma's still there. Ship uh, bottom. Rest in, rest in peace, pop up. But, uh, Barnegat Light. Ooh. Right. So we, uh, me and my cousins, we'd all like go down there in the summers and shit growing up. We had like, we had and have friends on the, on like the block that are like our, you know, our like family. Mm. Right. So, um, one of the this one kid who was like a, he was like a like a big brother to me in a lot of ways. His name was uh, was Big Charles Charlie. He still is Big Charles and Charlie. <laughs> he had this friend whose name was I think his name was in Sabanita. So Charlie Charlie's this from Charlie's from it's Charlie's only- from Newark, right? Charlie's from was from Newark, and he like uh, you know he he you know he's he was a tough kid, but he's big. He was like he was like your size when we were like thirteen. Poor bastard. <laughs> Yeah, right. And I would. It's sab- I would it's sab- and he was like, and, and he was like three years older than me. Uh. Right. So, 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 so uh, I I remember I would like I would like he like he was like a, a big bro, but we would always do battle too. Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, well, I was like talking shit about how good a football player I am and stuff, and I I was like, yeah, I'd I'd like I'd like tackle you guys. I'd r- run you guys over. You're ten. I. I was probably about 10 there, probably about 13, but, like, I'm telling you, bro, like, he was over 200 pounds but by the time he was 8. Plus, that's a big difference in, in the type of pounds, the difference between a 10-year-old and a 13, 14-year-old yeah. kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, I remember, so we were on the beach, and he took the ball and ran and Oof. and fucking ran me over. And, like, I was used to being, like, the shit. Like, I was, like, like the best football player, of, but, like, of kids are, you know, around my age. You know what I mean? So, I, but I was, like, psh, I, you know, I got a dose of reality. I got ran over, and then I stood back up, and I was, like, can't do that again. <laughs> and I got put right back in the sand. And I got put. I don't know how. I was put like they must have like been so much in control that they made my face go into the sand mm. during this like I because I don't I just remember getting sand like in my mouth in my face in my eyes yeah. like several times over. So that's the wrestler mentality I do love though. We had a guy Justin uh, Abruzniak nails, great guy, but he was he was a two-time New Jersey state champ at 113 and we would play football full 
contact football, especially rainy day like this. And he'd be out there with us. And, man, I'd get the ball in my hands, and everybody would it would part like the Red Sea. Nobody wanted any of the big guy. And then Justin Abruzniak would come like a missile from my kneecaps out of nowhere, just put his freaking nose right on my kneecap. No no sense of, of self-preservation whatsoever. Yeah. You know, that, that that's, that's the beautiful wrestler mentality to me, yeah. that idea of like, you know what, I might die, but you're dying too. And that's, yeah. that's that, I, I, you know, that's the stuff you just, you yeah. I I thought I was going to get him. <laughs> I thought I was going to get him. Why not? But yeah, shout, shout out uh, Ch- Big Charles, Charles Herrera. Try it now. And, uh, and Try it out, now, and Charles. Listen, I remember, I, I still remember, his name was in, like, it was in Sabanita Pork Lick Boris. There's no way that's, that's <laughs> from, from no Westchester, way. New York. I don't, yes, I remember. One more time. Sabanita Pork Lick Boris. I think from Westchester, New York. There's they no both ran my ass over, bro. They wow. they fucking they they ran me over. Here you are, and I learned traveled the world. Yeah, twenty years later, in all your glory. All I'm thinking, thinking about. <laughs> well, you better get your ass down to the beach, boy. Yeah, no, but we still run that shit. 18th Street, uh, Barnegat Light, baby. Wow. Yeah, we're still down there. When did people start doing Oklahoma drills on the beach? That was not a thing I, when I was growing right. up. You're right. That was the most fun part of a football camp, though, huh? Oklahoma drills. Yeah, Oklahoma. That, that separated shit. that separated the boys from the men. Right Remember there. Uh, Bowl in the Ring. Which one was Bowl in the Ring? Bowl, bowl in the Ring is when. Uh, you have like a circle of people, mm-hmm. and then they call out a number. Someone's in the in the front. It's about keeping your head on a swivel. Yeah, right. So like, let's say they call out forty five, and that's Christian. Hopefully, I'll be able to get around before he just wrecks me. Got you. So if they call the guy right behind me, and I'm like, boo, boo, boo clip. You just get clipped, like kill, <laughs> killed. We you know never. What I mean? No, we never did that one. But they um, made it. They made it illegal. <laughs> <laughs> it, it it was illegal. Our, I think our coaches were doing it illegally. Wow, it, but that was uh, my my dad's era. And but like, some of those coaches in that era was like, yeah, let's make these kids tough. Yeah, do a little ball in the ring. We did a two on two Oklahoma drill, which was the dumbest thing of all time. It was uh, supposed to be like a guard, and then, then about five yards back, there would be a running back, and there would be a nose tackle over dope. the guard. Yeah, except when you're the running back, you're the guy, and they put, like, a freshman up there, and it's the two. And you got two yeah, it becomes two-on-one, but that's where you got to be tough. <laughs> you got to be tough. That's where you got to put your head down. That's and, it. And, like, I ain't going backwards. Yeah, I ain't going I'll backwards. go down, but no. I ain't going backwards. Oh, no, I didn't want to go down ever. Now you're starting to you're starting to do the old O.J. Anderson throwing the yeah. forearm. You don't see a lot of forearm oh, no, shivs see, anymore. When, if, I, if, I knew, if I knew it was, like, it was done. Yeah. Like there were two like upperclassmen, and it was uh, my 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 guard. The block was shed, and mm-hmm. he was over there. Yep. I'm just I'm uh I'm torpedoing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get. I'm gonna make contact that's and go it. a little forward. I like it. And fall if I forward. Take, yeah. And if I and if I take your patella, I'm sorry. Hey, that's the Emmett Smith method. Exactly. Fall forward. Fall forward. You're that's six feet tall. That's two yards. Yeah, fall forward. I ain't going back. Fall forward. Yeah. Yeah. Gonna. Uh, you know. Imagine how many yards Saquon Barkley would have if he had that gene in him. Shake, shake, fall forward. It's an extra two yards on every carry. Yeah. Love you, Saquon. Please uh, resign oh. long term. Um. That reminds me. I. Uh, I got I got the the fantasy football uh, projections for for uh, for next year. How we're so far away. I know, I know, I know. But your boy got a little hookup. You know what I'm saying? All so right. I'm about to tell you what what some. And I want to hear if you agree. Before right. we do that, can I give a shout out to oh, your boy Barwis? We were talking. We're talking glory days of high school football and younger. There was a guy from down here in Florida that when I was in college, he was in high school. His name was Noel Devine. If you want to see something unreal, unfortunately, life happened. He he never really turned out to be what everybody expected him to be. I believe he was the first six-star recruit. 
He was so good, they they invented a category for him. Uh, check out, if you can, Noel Devine. Check out his highlights. It's like nothing you've ever seen. Noel Devine's high school highlights. And again, he's playing in... High school football in Florida, some of the best high school football in the freaking country, and he's making these people look like they, they've never played the game before. It's if you get, I mean, it's old now at this point. It's got to be fifteen years old. Check out Noel Devine, and if you know him, let him know that we said something about him. We hope he's doing well. Ruby's Flowers, wi.com. Ruby's Flowers, wi.com. At Ruby's Flowers is a new hemp company started by hemp growers that grows and sells hemp derived from THC products. Their goal as a company is to provide the highest quality, most affordable hemp derived products that can still get you high legally. Very important here. Our or or you might you might be done now, Sal. If it's not, our two flagship products are High THCA Hemp Flower and Delta Nine THC Gummies. The High THCA Hemp Flower has been selectively bred to have below 0.3 percent Delta. No, you don't give a shit about that. Visit www.rubiesflowerswi.com. That's www.rubiesflowerswi.com to purchase. An eighth of high THCA hemp flour for only $35 or 100 milligrams of Delta 9 THC gummies for only $20. If you want these products at an even better price, subscribe to their Patreon at patreon.com slash rubiesflowers. That's patreon.com slash R-U-B-Y-S-F-L-O-W-E-R-S dot com. Anyway, back to the program at hand. So... Fantasy football highlights. You ready for the? Uh, it's not the highlights. You were talking the highlights. I yeah. got the the rankings. Can I make guesses? Yeah, absolutely. All right, so let's start with quarterbacks. All right. Um, why don't you give me your top five? Well, I got the top ten list here. Like fantasy, it's we're talking fantasy wise. We're not talking about. You. We're not talking about guys I'd we're want on my fantasy. team. We're talking fantasy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're talking fantasy football yeah, here. Because like Geno Smith had a massive fantasy year, but he's not even in my top twenty quarterbacks. Right, right, right. So we're talking the guys who are going to give you the most fantasy football points. Right. Okay, now you and me both play fantasy. I yes. won my league. Hey, I am a three-time fantasy football fucking winner. The champion. I. This was probably the most effort I put into it this year. Like, there's been times where I didn't even wasn't paying to like barely paid attention wow. and won a league. Yeah. Right. Uh. But it's fun. It makes Sundays so much more fun. I, I, I enjoy it. That is the one bad thing about DeSantis' Florida. I love DeSantis' Florida. You guys know I love me some Ronnie DeSantis. But why on earth Can't you gamble? is gambling illegal? Why on earth is fantasy football, daily fantasy? If you like That's fantasy, oh, Dan, is, it's, you can't do it. Can't bet. Why? Daily, oh, daily no, fantasy. No betting. No betting. What? So what, what if you went, but they got casinos down here. Yeah. I think so, uh, you can go you to. Go I think you can go to the sports book. Christian and Omri helped me out here on this. Now it was legal for one day, I believe. Okay, and it got it got. What happened, George? Oh, okay, George the dog. Got gotcha. you talking. Uh, it was legal for one day, and somehow it got repealed. And I have no idea what the reasoning behind it is. Maybe Disney was going to get in on it, and DeSantis was like, "No, I don't know what the deal is." But that is the one thing I miss. And daily fantasy blows. The, the draft and follow fantasy out of the water, bro. Okay. Daily fantasy is unbelievable. Really? Oh yeah. I don't. Incredible. I don't think I, I. I don't. I don't know if I want that type of commitment. It seems like a lot. Well, you just make a new team every week. That seems kind of whack. Just. I like. I like. You stick it out with your boys. You got to be a real fucking manager. <laughs> you know what I mean? You got to. You stick it out to the end. Well, I'm a three time fantasy football champion. Mm. All right. How many times you won it? 
Uh, I don't know. I've been in so many leagues. It doesn't really count. I can say I'm talking I've won like five like one times year. or something, but I've been like in 50 leagues. So. But, but, all right. I've, I've, I've probably done it for like seven or eight years. Yeah. But um, I've only done like – I don't think having multiple leagues, multiple teams is fun because then you're like – I can't, I'm rooting against the guy I got, yeah. and I'm rooting for a guy. I like, I like having – and it, there was one year I did two leagues. I tried to pick all the same people. Interesting. Because I don't want to – I want I, those guys I root for all year. You know what I mean? It's yeah. fun. It's gotten it's gotten too watered down in my mind, man, because, like, everybody – you can like, the teams are the same in every league, and you can tell, like, okay, this is who had the sixth pick in the draft. This is who had the eighth pick in the draft. And it's either auto-drafted or everybody's looking at the same people. You know, the uh, there's one league that I really like, and it's a big money league, and I like that league mostly for two reasons. What they, is it? They pay out. Uh, they pay out every week uh, for for highest score. So there's an incentive for people to keep doing their roster all year, whether they're in or out, because if they have a huge week, they can make a lot of money. I like that, and I also like uh, that there's a hard salary cap. On the free agents, so I don't understand that stuff actual completely. real money. I don't understand the uh, like the salary cap. So like like a player is worth a certain amount. No, so you bid. So like it's not just so the person who loses the first two weeks doesn't get, you know, the best rookie, uh, the best rookie wide receiver and the best rookie running back off the waiver wire because you know. They, they didn't reveal themselves to the third week, and then this guy got rewarded oh, for sucking. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So what it is is you put a bid, and you have, let's say it's, you have, you know, 500 bucks for the whole year, and, like, 100 of that is just going to be your bi-week defense, your bi-week kickers, you know what I'm saying? So, like, you just need to make moves. So it'll be like you put in a bid for $2, and you put in a bid for $3. Whoever puts the bid in for $3 gets that kicker. Wins, yeah. Yeah, so it's not it doesn't go in waiver order. It's a bid. Okay. So when there's, like, a really good free agent out there, then your quarterback got hurt, so now we're going to, you know, the 15th quarterback on the board. You know, to screw me, let's say you're head-to-head. Grab him just to be a prick. You got 25. You put a 25-buck bid in. You know, because you got more money. Yeah. So there's a lot of strategy to it. I like it a lot. All right, that's cool. Yeah. I'd give that a try. Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. But uh, I'm gonna go Patty ready? Mahomes for okay. If you got number two. Now we're talking we're talking about a one quarterback league here, obviously, right? Duh. Yeah, duh. Uh, Patty Mahomes, probably still Josh Allen. Correct. You got one backwards. two, but you got them backwards. Interesting. Josh Allen number one, Patrick Mahomes number because two. Because of the rushing stats, interesting. Yeah, Mahomes. Uh, you'd think he'd be a, a more of a runner, but he's more of a he's much more of a pocket and a passer guy. This Josh is pro- Allen be running. This is projections now, right? Um. Yeah. Joe Burrow, number four. So you're still in the four. top five. They're not going to go Lamar Jackson. There's no way. No, I can't. Okay, so who do you take uh, for number... Who's your number four? Justin Herbert. Nah, he's he's in the top ten, but not in the top five. Uh, I, I wouldn't do Lamar Jackson. I okay. wouldn't do it. I, I would do... Uh, so you got one more guess for your top five. I'm going to tell you this one. Well, if he stays healthy, Tua was great, but I'm going to go, let's say Trevor Wallace. 
Trevor Lawrence. I'm sorry, not Trevor. All Lawrence. right. Um, all the guys you guessed were in the top ten, but uh, so number three, mm-hmm. I already said Josh Allen, yep. Patrick Mahomes. Yep. Number three, Jalen Hurts. Really? Okay. Number four, which I'd see with his rushing and and uh, his weapons. Number four, Joe Burrow. Number sure. five, Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson. Then it goes. Then because there, there's one we gotta recognize in. This I'm not list. taking Lamar Jackson fifth. I'm not doing it. Six. We got uh, Justin Fields, okay. big time scrambler, rusher. Seven was Justin Herbert. Eight was Trevor Lawrence. Nine, Daniel freaking Jones. Danny Dimes, number nine. They gave him a big tight end. They gave him Waller, and now he's uh, he's he's a force to be reckoned with. I huh? Don't, I don't think they're gonna let Daniel Jones run nearly as much this year. You don't think so? I don't think so. Well, so other than Waller, who they who they got to throw it to? A lot of like little guys. They're going like uh, four wide. You know, all crosses. Like you, a stuff. bunch of Richie James's running bunch, around. Bunch of better than Richie James's running around. You got Wandale coming back. You got Wandale Sterling Shepard coming back. They got Jamison Crowder, and they picked up Paris Campbell. Paris Campbell, yeah, that's yeah, right. No, I Paris forgot Campbell's about him. good. But he's he's wearing a number double zero, no, or zero, not. just zero. Ugh. He's wearing a zero. Why? Why do I hate that? I like well, I I like it because now you just you better step up now. You just you just uh, you got your work cut out for you now. You want to you want to be. Uh, be a, be number zero. You better come and uh, come correct. You know what I'm saying? Maybe. Yeah, that's what I think. I and really then, am turning 10, into to old white guy on the on the. Uh, get off my lawn! Yeah. I don't I don't like the defensive ends wearing single digit numbers. Yeah. Kayvon Thibodeau wearing number five. Yeah, they changed that rule. There used to be like a rule it. against it. Um, and then ten was Dak Prescott. Ew. Yeah. Right. And all right. Now here we go for the. Uh, we're going moving to the running backs. All right. Okay. Um, let me hear. Give me a quick top five, and I'll, I'll I'll run through the list. Top five running backs in fantasy football. In fantasy football, Josh Jacobs. Uh, not in the top five. Wow. The Give me number, your number one two. guy. So are they not going to put Derrick Henry in there either? Because he got traded. Where'd he go? Derek. Where did Derrick Henry get traded to, guys? Let's pull that up. Um, so that's your number two. He is number five. He's number five. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Tony Pollard in the top four? He is not in the top five. Wow. You're number three. Not uh, in the top five. Who we got for four, pal? Uh, so Jones, interesting. Um, they're not dumb enough to put, like, Kamara and those guys in there. So let's see. Uh, dumb enough? What do you mean? This is the inside scoop, bro. <laughs> Who, I got who, a guy. Don't worry about it. I can't. I don't reveal my sources. Just uh, you know, these sources. I'm, I'm starting to feel like this is sus. Why don't you power through this, buddy? And you're, once I say the top uh, few, you're gonna be like, oh my bad. Okay, uh, Saquon Barkley. Okay, he's number three. Number That's your three. number four. Okay, and who's your number five? Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, Aaron Jones. Not even in the top ten. Okay. Number one, Austin Eckler. Okay. He scores a lot of touchdowns. He's he getting catches tra- the ball. He's getting traded though. Catches the ball for touchdowns. He is. Yeah. Just like Derrick Henry. Where'd Derrick Henry go? He's still on the te- on the Titans, isn't he? Christian or Omri? They they gave it's, Eckler they gave Eckler's agent uh, permission to seek a trade. Okay. They won't pay him. It says the proposed deal: Titans send Henry and sixth round pick to the Bills for twenty twenty three. Oh, maybe he hasn't been traded yet, but he's uh, yeah, that's that's like it. Yeah. Um, this when when this gets cut up, it could get cut up into a good clip. Uh, <laughs> but uh, so we got Austin Eckler number one, 
Uh, Christian McCaffrey, number two. That's the one I missed. That's the That's one you the missed. One I missed yeah. Saquon Barkley, three. And now Jonathan Taylor, four. From, okay. From Violin, New Jersey. Now, look, he is... He had a an off year last year. He Bad got hurt. Year. Yep, behind a, a hurt, line that somehow uh, got old quick. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But they um, might get Lamar, and that changes everything. And then five is uh, you. Th- you think so? You they think might. Lamar's leaving? They just uh, brought in OBJ. I can't see him. He wants a fully guaranteed contract, and I just Baltimore's gone this far, ruined the relationship, and then they're finally going to give him one. That doesn't make any sense. Um, and then yeah, Josh Jacobs was six, seven. Uh, Bijan Robinson, okay, from uh, Texas. Texas, he's not even in the he's league. He's not yet. even in the league yeah. yet, but they're saying they he's put gonna, him he's over Brees. Uh, what's his name on the Jets? I don't. Yeah, think Yeah, so. he's not in the top ten either. And what I'm list? Who, keep... who did this list? I I told you I'm not revealing my sources. <laughs> Eight Tony Pollard, nine uh, Ken Walker the third. Yep, and uh, ten Ramondre Stevenson. Yeah, you heard it here first, folks. That Tony Pollard's going to have the best. The best year of any of those people. That, I think I totally agree. Do we know where uh, Homeboy's going? Uh, Zeke. Zeke hasn't, Zeke, hasn't signed Elliott? yet. Yeah, I I think that's Tony Pollard has been for the past couple of years the more talented back no doubt. there. No doubt. Um, and we're a couple of Dallas haters, but no doubt. I think yeah, I think Pollard's going to go off this year. Yep. Um, High usage. Let's hope he doesn't stay healthy. <laughs> um, uh, I'm sorry, Tony. I'm kidding, kind of. Um, yeah, Giants for life. Um, now we go to move to wide receivers. We got wide receivers and tight ends left. Okay, wide receivers tough. It's so year to year. It's so fantasy with receivers. So you know, uh, you, sh- you, you should. Get I mean, it's gonna like so. Like, list. let's say Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson, number one. Yeah, we'll go. Um, you know, Chase. Uh, what's his name? And um, Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase, number three on this list. Okay, uh, Devontae Adams, number five. Uh, even on though, this even list. though Jimmy Garoppolo is the guy throwing him, he's still number five. This is what I'm talking about. You know, um, yeah, bro. These are projections. Gerard, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, the master of all things. I'm just trying to. Uh, <laughs> I know. I know things. I'm smart. Keep um, so we got. We had. Jefferson, we had Chase, we had uh, Devontae. Devontae. Uh, so if they like Jalen Hurts, then they he probably didn't. like Andre Brown. Uh, AJ Brown. AJ Brown. Yeah, he's number nine. Number You're nine. You're missing number two and number four. Missing number two and number four. Uh, but so far, you're in the. Uh, you've said all guys in the besides for the AJ Brown one. Uh, oh, what's his name? Cheetah, obviously. Um, Correct, number yep. four. Yeah. You're missing uh, number two. Number two. You want a know. hint? Tell me. Go for it. The lone white boy. The lone white boy. Uh, they, they think that uh, Cooper Cup's going to come off another ankle injury and be Cooper Cup. Cup. Cooper Cup, number two. Okay. So the list here is Justin Jefferson, Cooper Cup, Jamar Chase, Tyreek Hill, Devontae Adams, Stefan Diggs, C.D. Lamb. Boo. Amon Ross St. Brown, AJ Brown. Amon Ross St. Brown. Interesting. And uh, Jalen Waddle. Okay. Uh, the Miami, I was hoping Miami was going to get Lamar. How fun would that team uh, be? How fun would fo- watching football down here be? Uh, maybe can't throw, he doesn't throw the ball very well. I think he so, does. I think he's all right. He throws the deep ball better than the intermediary. That that's for sure. So, do I, I'll let you do top three of tight ends. <laughs> top three, uh, <laughs> yeah. Kelsey, Kelsey, Kelsey. Correct. Uh, Kelsey number one. Yeah, you got Kelsey. You've got Kittle. 
And uh, Kittle number five. Uh, Kittle's number five. So Kelsey Andrews Kittle. Andrews number two. Yeah, so Waller. Yeah, Waller number four. And, Look at you. Uh, third one. Come on, come on. Uh, you know it. Who's the Who's the white boy in Minnesota used to play? You on? know it. Yeah, that's it. T.J. Hawkinson. Hawkinson. You got yeah, the top yeah, five yeah. of tight ends, yeah, bro. Yeah, boy. Check you out. So yeah, it's uh, Kelsey. Number one, Mark Andrews, TJ Hawkinson, uh, Darren Waller, the new giant. Yep. Uh, George Kittle, Dallas Goddard, uh, Kyle Pitts. Who's going to play Fryer quarterback Muth, out there in uh, in San Francisco? You think they're going to go Trey Ingram, Lance? Evan Ingram, eight, and David Njoku, number 10. You, you think they're nine, going, 10, you think they're going Trey Lance? They're going to do the Trey Lance thing again? <sighs> You're saying, so you think they Brock Purdy sits? He's hurt. He's not. I don't think he's going to be ready for the beginning of the year. Really? Yeah. Yeah. He had Tommy John. Okay. I knew he, he got hurt in the last game, but yeah. I didn't know uh, the extent of it. Um, I I would assume they'd go Trey Lance. Mm, that's a talented roster to give to two quarterbacks that, that are big question marks, man. Yeah. Well, if it goes poorly, and they're five weeks in, sitting there at one and four with that roster, yeah, did they make a call to? Old TB12. Old Tom Brady. Old TB12. They I wouldn't make, be shocked, man. Did they make I, I, a thought, call? I honestly didn't think he was going to retire this year. Yeah. I, I thought he was going to go to San Francisco. You, you, it's amazing. You, you do, you throw, unless he really didn't want to be married to Giselle anymore. That's the part of the story I haven't that's, heard anybody he, that's talk a, about. That's a, that's Maybe. A, he, he played one more year on Just a, to on get a mediocre rid of her. football team, and I don't think he wanted to get rid of her. I think I think it I think it hurt uh, old TB. I think it hurt big time. I think it hurt. Yeah. I think I was his lady. Yeah, but yeah. then you then you call it quits after you 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 burn I the feel, house. Down? That's what I'm saying. It's like it, I almost feel like he was he it 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 hurt him so bad. You know, he's like shit. I just lost my family for Do this you eight think and eight team. Now, why does he keep retiring so early in the offseason? I'm like, dude, just let it rest. Let it marinate for let a little bit, right? Like yeah. like right now. When OTAs are about to start, yeah. you think Tom's going like, man, this golfing shit is boring. Yeah, like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how much pickleball he's playing. You yeah, know? and also like, can you imagine somebody being willing to give you twenty million dollars and you just being like, eh, I'm, I, I have it, I, I've got enough. Yeah, like Tom, you can go play a game. You can go be quarterback in San Francisco for twenty minutes. Now, now I get it. San Francisco is a weird place these days. San Francisco is the only place in America where dogs step in human shit. So I get it. <laughs> it's a little weird out there these yeah. days. But you know, they're gonna pay you twenty million dollars to go chuck the football around, hang out with uh, the newly married Christian McCaffrey, married Miss Miss Universe, Giants prodigy, young Ed McCaffrey's progeny. Chris McCaffrey, yeah, yeah, over there. Got McCaffrey, him, got, wide receiver, got himself a Miss Universe. How about that? McCaffrey also played for Denver, right? Yeah, had his best years in Denver after yeah. the Giants let him go. They said it was too slow. It was too slow, and that's the reason why you know he couldn't get open. That's why Dave Brown sucked. Goes yeah. with John Elway, couple, couple two tree thousand yard seasons. Thanks for playing. Yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. a Super Bowl. Yeah, thanks for playing, Dan Reeves. Yeah, shit. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. You know, and that, that you know, that's one of those things. Like he, so he's he's the white running back. Everybody knows he's the white running back. Nobody has any problems with the fact that there's less white running backs because we all just assume everybody else is better at the position, right? Cornerbacks as well. Yep. Like I don't think anybody has any problem that there's no black kickers. 
But the head coach thing drives people out of their minds. They're like, why are there no head coaches? Yeah, it is a, uh, it's a, it's a hot-button issue. That's huh? it. That's the one. They get, like, crazy after it. You know, and they, they had uh, they had Mike Tomlin on, um, uh, I, what is it, I Great Am Athlete? Coach. Great coach. And Great coach. what's the one and, with uh, Ryan Clark? I was also schooled up by uh, by some of the guys on the that I, I, I live with, some of the guys I, I work out with at Barwis. They were saying the Steelers have the is like one of the bet like you'd be better off not getting drafted and getting picked up to the Steelers practice squad because of the way they develop their players. Really? Yeah. So remember, like I'm sure in baseball you have the same kind of thing. Like you know you were with the Cardinals and you know some of like the organizations that really like take care of their players and stuff. Yep. Like the Marlins, notoriously not no nope. place that takes care of them. <laughs> yep. Like their their guys. Like the Yankees had some good guys. You know, especially especially in the old days, having like Mariano Jeter, Posada, Pettit. You know, guys like that coming up through uh, through there, like, like the homegrown guys. Sure. But apparently Tomlin and the Steelers are like the best one at that in the NFL. Really? Yeah. That makes sense because Harrison, you think of some of their best players, they were almost like, not. I hate that term scrap heap, but, uh, you know, they were, they were guys that were discarded by other organizations. You know why, you know James Harrison got kicked off his football team in high school? For what? Fight, uh, beating up his coaches. Really? <laughs> he would challenge his coaches he's to like, fights. He's like Ben Affleck in the town. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, challenges, he challenges his guys to fights and then he beat the shit out of them. They're like, all right, well, you're off the team. Yeah, you can't do that. <laughs> But good football plan. Yeah, it's good. That was good football. That's like that Bill Bill Burr joke, <laughs> right? Yeah. Was that Bill Burr? Something like that. Yeah. Someone's joke where they're yeah. like, uh, they're like, <laughs> the whole life they teach these guys how to like hit and be violent, and then uh, Ray Rice hits his girl in the thing, and you're doing football not on the football field. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's funny. That again, that comes back to the town. He was punching his coaches. I thought that's what they get paid for. <laughs> yeah. His teammates. His teammates. He's yeah, not, getting not, into fights. I thought they do that. Yeah, not the yeah, other. Yeah, no, team. he was fighting his teammates. Yeah, the other, yeah, the yeah, other yeah. guy. They get paid to fight the other guys. Yeah, yeah, it, and it is true. Some organization. Uh, that was one of the shocking things when I got picked up by Toronto. Like how much worse it was than St. Louis. Like you think, like all organizations are the same. Like everything's bet. Like just going right. to be top level. T- Toronto at that point. Was like a glorified men's league. It was unbelievable. Really, compared to St. Louis, it wasn't even close, man. So, um, and then everybody got fired in Toronto. Oh, there you go. Yeah, and you know they they brought in guys from other organizations, and that that actually is like one of those things. I watched Moneyball again the other day. Nothing has ever made me angrier in my life than watching Moneyball. I thought it was a great movie. Oh, God Almighty! I thought it was a great movie. Why I would love, I would love to sit here with Billy Bean and, and just sit there and go. So, uh, a whole book, a whole movie, and no mention of Miguel Tejada, Barry Zito, Mark Mulder, <laughs> or, uh, you know, Tim Hudson. Not one. Yeah. It was you and Scott Haddenberg. Yeah. That's who did that? That's right. Billy Bean, baby. <laughs> Billy. It was, it was you. Freaking Bean. Yeah, it was you. And Jonah Hill. A made-up nerd, yeah. <laughs> you know, who's really like, you know, no, Ricardo Rincon. That's who we need. That's your guy. Yeah. Not Barry Zito's 20 wins, Cy Young Award winner. Yeah. Not Tim Hudson, Cy Young Award winner. Mark Mulder, Cy Young Award winner. Not Miguel Tejada. Not, no mention of Balco being five minutes down the road. <laughs> and this is what I was saying earlier, too. When I my, In my curmudgeonly ways, you know, back in my day, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's just fact. Sports in the late 90s, early 2000s were just flat out better than they are today. 
I'll I'll stay I'll die on that hill forever. Anybody that's ever watched steroid baseball and compared it to today's game, not even remotely close. Yeah. It's not even remote it's not even the same game. Yeah. It it's like going from it WWE, WWE Attitude Era. Oh, yeah. WCW, that was a shit. NWO. That was a shit. I used to get in trouble in school um, for doing that. We didn't know what suck it meant. We didn't know. We didn't know. We didn't know. We were in first grade. Yo, my, he's, he's a friend of mine now, but we didn't realize that, that gesturing at our hips and saying suck it was not our, okay. We also didn't realize that, like, uh, well, those were a lot of guys telling each other to suck it, huh? Yeah. Like big, big, strong men looking at each other and being like, hey, and, and if you don't like speedos. that, you can suck it. Yeah. Like I can do Pre- what? Present it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that was an option, sir. <laughs> well, I mean, I remember watching WWE on a, on a pay-per-view at my buddy's house on a sleepover, and a girl just straight up took her top off. And I believe it might have been Ric Flair's daughter or girlfriend or something like that at the time. Ric Flair's Definitely, daughter no, well, no, would Jerry have probably King, been about. Jerry King the Lawler, not Ric Flair. Jerry, Jerry King Lawler. I remember... Uh, uh, Puppies. I remember May Young doing that, right? May Young. May Young, very old, it was very old, and she uh, whipped her puppies out. They they put them bitches through tables. Yeah, yeah. the the Dudley put uh, them. Through, they took an eighty year old woman and put her through a table. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, respect the NFL. Respect. They they used to have a whole segment called Jacked Up. It was a whole segment on Sunday of the biggest hits of the week, and every single one of those hits. Every one of them today would not only be a penalty, a suspension. Yeah. A suspension. Remember in the Pro Bowl, forget even regular. Remember what Sean Taylor did to the punter in the Pro Bowl? Oh, my God. Laid him out. They're playing flag football now. This Pro Bowl was was a flag football game, right? I know. Wild. 23% of men have never been in a flag. What do you think that stat's going to be in 10 years? you think that stat's going to be higher or lower? Higher. Higher. It's, I mean, yeah. It's you think less trend. men are going to be trend. in a fight? I think it's going to trend that way. Oh. I, and, yeah. I think there's, you know, there, I've, I know fighters who haven't been in a street fight. I know fighters who haven't been in a street fight. That's wild. Yeah. Do you know fighters that wouldn't fare well in a street fight? Not good ones. <laughs> but, I mean, like... Are, 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 there, are there any drawbacks to being that disciplined and rule-oriented? No. no. Like they would like they they wouldn't know to like reach for a weapon or something like that or be aware of someone reaching for a weapon or, I mean again it, yeah it's sure that's possible, I mean there's there's a lot of I'm sure like the like there's a lot of athletes in MMA as well you know what I mean who are just athletes oh you know my what I mean God. no 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 see you're oh you're my uh, God, Christian you're missing the point oh I'm fucking with you go ahead. Uh, do you, did you understand what I'm saying? Like, yes. like they're not like like cowboys. They're not like outlaws. Yeah. Like they're like they're just like you know like some kids play basketball. Some kids play nowadays. Some kids just go into like James fighting. Harrison. He was an outlaw. Played football. Right. I get what you're saying. Yeah. So yeah. Um. There's definitely uh. There there was a there was actually a UFC fighter who um. Was like getting in like a like a like a street fight like a bar fight and he was like, "I'm a UFC fighter." Like basically trying to like scare the guy off because I don't give a shit. The guy, <laughs> the guy started like 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 whacked him a couple times. Dude like shot and I think I was sprawled on. Yeah, not a, not a good look. Yeah, I remember that one. And then there was another one like right after that where there was a couple of football players who ran into a pro MMA fighter 
and it did not go well for the football players. Yeah, they got they got busted well, up pretty bad. I think uh, it was in the th- bathroom th- somewhere. I, do you remember club. the particulars of the story? <sighs> I, I got to brush up on it, but it was it was a club somewhere, and these football players were getting a little tuned up, um, and they ran into an actual like pro MMA fighter. And if I remember correctly. They the football players were the agitators. I want to say it was Nebraska football players, and they were uh, ag- you saying college players. Yeah, they were agi- and it was uh, a pro MMA uh, fighter. And the guy was like, and one of the guy's friends was like, "Yo, he fights for the UFC." And the other guy was like, "I don't give a shit." And the guy was like, "All right, well." Yeah, I remember there being one thing like recently where it was just like a kid who like trained like MMA, did jujitsu, mm-hmm. and like some football players started like like a, a big time like college football player recently. Yeah, and the. Like hobbyist beat his ass in a bathroom. Do I but, think but which, maybe we're thinking of we the might same be thinking thing. the same story. Yeah. Same story, but uh, which it's it's a different thing. It's a fighting versus football. Sure, it's not. You know, what I mean, if you're the, you could be the best quarterback in uh in college football, but that doesn't mean like some kid at a small gym around you know town could whoop your ass. But uh, there's a, also a crazy story with uh, Brian Erlacher was at a bar. And was like, or at a club or something, feeling himself. And he starts like, uh, I don't remember how it starts, but he's the agitator to Boss Rutan. No way. And Erlacher's like, want to go outside? And Boss is like, actually, I would like to go outside. I think I do. <laughs> and then I think I was, someone was like, hey, hey, like, Brian. And and I think he apologized. And, uh, I, I, it, it you know what? At one point, when you're Brian freaking Erlacher, one of the biggest, strongest, most intimidating-looking people on planet Earth, do you try to intimidate somebody and realize they're not intimidated at all and be like, this is atypical? Yeah. Like, mm. I, I think Boss all the time is like, actually, I would. <laughs> and he's like, want to go outside? Actually, please. This yes. guy's got, uh, Boss Rutan has the Boss best Rutan. bar fight stories. So I broke this guy's arm, and then bang we, had any, to bang go any, to, bang. we had to go to another bar, and this guy started fucking with me there, too. I, so. You ever see his, like, self-defense things, like, at the bar? And then, if he, like, he would take, like, you know the thing where they put, like, receipts on? It was, like, a, just, like, a big, like, uh, spike. You like uh, you put a receipt on it. He was like, "If you can find this, take it and smash them in the face." Like he's like he's like teaching you how to kill people at a bar. Boss Rutan, honest to God, is probably the reason I love MMA. When I was oh, a kid man. watching Pride Fighting and like Boss Rutan, like I loved Boss Rutan. It was just that like that guy was everything. And Boss Rutan, Don Fry, like the spectacle of it. It was it was just like what am I even watching here? Yeah. This is insane. You know they'd roll out. I remember Bob Sapp. They'd run that guy. Bob yeah. Sapp, I believe, is the only guy in the history of NFL to get kicked out for steroid use. Like, he failed so many tests that they were like, bro, are you, are you serious? <laughs> are you, are like, Your are levels you, are through the charts. Are you, you broke crazy? the <laughs> You broke the test exploded. You, you got to go to Japan, bud. Yeah. Get, get out of here. You got to go he somewhere He made else. some good money for himself in Japan. Uh, apparently, he threw a bunch of fights. Apparently, whatever money he made, he lost. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's not a lot of great things being said yeah, there about was some, Bob there was Sapp, some, uh, it's He was great in The Longest Yard. Yeah. The remake. For sure. For I sure. broke and did your toy. You know The Longest Yard? That was championed by Al Ruddy. Al freaking That's Ruddy, That's an bro. Al Ruddy production right there. Al Ruddy. You know what? Hey. God bless that Al you know? Ruddy. You know? So, Omri, you were saying uh, about Bob Sapp? Yeah. Sapp, as you know, he, he was a very dangerous man for a good while in his career in MMA. He recently went on the record in an interview with MMA on Point, a YouTube channel, uh, saying that he started throwing fights after he uh, lost to Noguera and he almost 
accidentally killed him in a spike in that fight. And he said, I realize that the people I'm working for will continue to pay me even if I lose. I don't want to hurt anybody. Uh, and then he just accepted becoming a freak show. That's wild. Yeah, that's full of shit. I, wonder, I was going to say, I wonder He's if that's a cop lying. out. That's, yeah, because he did, he did everything he possibly could to beat Noguera to a pulp. And Noguera pulled out maybe the greatest comeback win, David and Goliath win of all well, time. Well, I don't think he just. I don't think he Omri's saying he decided that during the Nagara fight. I think after the Nagara fight, he probably was like Yeah, he got arm barred by Nogara. I know. And then afterwards he's like, Well, I don't want to kill anybody. No, I think he gave a guy as much business as he can humanly give another man and it wasn't enough and said, Screw this. I'm never gonna be able to beat these animals. Let me use Maybe. a cop out and go in there and you know And he's using that like for his pride. Yeah, it's like speaking of uh you know, throwing fights, cheating, cheating with mm. the uh, the homeboy talking about uh, on the Astros, talking about oh. how he had this, how Evan he, he just Gattis. tweeted that he had the signs. I'm, I'm actually, I'll pull that up. You you talk a little bit about because you you know, well, they, you're the baseball guy. I'm the baseball guy. So they, uh, so for people that don't remember, the Astros got caught in a sign stealing uh, scandal, but it's also weird because everybody was stealing signs. Josh Donaldson, who now plays for the Yankees, uh, won an MVP and also started this whole controversy about the right way to hit is to fly your hips open. And he, he, his style flew in the face of, of conventional wisdom for 100 years of baseball. Like, Josh, you know, don't hit like Hank Aaron. Don't hit like Mickey Mantle. Don't hit like Ted Williams. Hit like Josh Donaldson. And I know guys that were in the Toronto organization said Donaldson's full of shit. Everybody that plays for Toronto at home knows when a fastball is coming. They, they're they stealing signs. Mm. Stealing signs has been a part of baseball for hundreds of years. Sure, that's, that's, not, why, that's why the signs are so intricate. Where <laughs> signs, yeah. That's not the problem. Where the Astros did is they took, and again, remember I told you when I was with the Cardinals organization, like they weighed you before and after every practice. And I was in rookie ball, like lowest level. Like they... They were so intricate in what they did. They were so on top of their stuff. Everybody that was with the Astros when they did this were the guys that were with me in the Cardinals. Okay. Jeff Lanau, who was the GM who got suspended from the Astros, was yeah. the farm director that cut me. So, like, all these guys went – the Cardinal way went to the Astros, and they took it to a whole nother level. What they did – And the Blue Jays were doing it too – Blue Jays were doing it. A lot of people accused the Yankees of doing it. Um, the Dodgers got in trouble for hey, using... You ain't cheating, you ain't trying. And, and especially stealing signs. Like, it's not like... Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, the, I feel like, you know... The Dodgers got in trouble for using laser-guided... Like, the freaking military. Laser-guided positioning hey, for their... I uh, I want to I want to read some of these, but this guy's just uh, spilling the tea on. But yeah. I also want you to tell your uh, personal story... When uh, a guy on your own team was giving signs oh, to the other guy, shit. Okay. that's yeah, a good yeah, one because yeah. that's that's a great story. Um, so, Evan Gaddis, he uh, starts spilling the tea on on Twitter. I think right? I think Gaddis might have had a couple of a uh, couple brewskis, couple two tree beers, couple two tree beers. So uh, he goes. He, I guess, randomly goes, the craziest thing about the cheating year is facing a guy like you, Darvish, and getting shut out knowing what's coming. <laughs> Can you imagine? And then, so someone, like, quotes that tweet and goes, so you knew what pitch was coming from CC? So you knew what pitch from CC was coming in game seven when he hit a home run? In a, in a nothing-nothing game. He goes, yes. Yeah. 
nothing, nothing game. And he cracked a homer on uh, out and. Uh, well, do you remember the year that before was that? That was, it, that was it. Well, yeah, For the, the Yanks. The year before that, remember when Altuve hit that home run off off of Chapman, and Chapman is just sitting there like, "How did that just happen on the mound?" This is a guy who throws 105 miles an hour, a three-two pitch. He throws a slider. And Altuve yeah. is just sitting on sitting it. On the should slide. have never happened in a million years. Yeah, in a million years, it should have never had. Like, like that's like for people that don't know what that's like. That's like showing twenty and hitting and getting blackjack. There's, yeah, there's yeah. no way a guy in a three-two count, yeah. that throws a hundred and freaking five is throwing slider, and Altuve's sitting on it. And yeah. then as he's crossing home plate, and everybody's jumping up and down, remember he wouldn't let the guys touch his shoulder. He had that buzzer. See, that's what the Astros did that was so wrong. Uh, Everybody tries stealing signs. I, yeah, I'm not mad at hitting trash cans, but now you got we got contraptions. Well, even hitting the trash cans is wrong because they're watching the live feed from center field. Right. They're watching the live feed, and then they're like, it's like they're running a CIA but kinda, operation. But it's kind of tribal, you know what I mean? Boom, boom. <laughs> like they're hitting like they're hitting different rhythms on yeah. it to like convey the. Uh, they did I, it I'm to Kershaw. Kershaw is like Kershaw has one of the best seasons of all time, and they swing and miss, and one of the greatest pitchers of all time. They swing and miss at him four times in a playoff yeah. game, four and two thirds innings. They they run up like twelve runs on him. Yeah, wow. Gaddis, man. So he goes. Uh, he goes. Uh, someone goes. How many bangs of the trash can did you hear in the 2017 postseason? He goes, depended on the pitch. <laughs> and uh, and he goes, uh, was the pitch you hit for a homer in game seven of the ALCS a trash can bang? And he goes, yes, I'm pretty sure. Backdoor cutter slider. <laughs> he remembers it, it all. And just like, just talking about it. Hey, you still got to execute on it, but man, oh man. Man, oh man. Yeah, no, it's... Uh, I get it. The, the unwritten rule of baseball is if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. So tell your your story about your uh, your teammates uh, or your teammate. Give me so, how that went. Yeah, I'm sure somebody's going to accuse me of racism on this one, but this is the truth. Uh, Dominicans. Hey, if no one's accusing you of racism, like, are you, do you, you even wouldn't have you, a podcast? Wouldn't you, wouldn't you think? <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't you think the world was like coming to an end? Yeah, you know I, I mean? don't really give a shit. Frankly, it happened. So. Um, <laughs> now everybody's ears are perked up. Yeah, now now you're ready for now the you're racism. Listening. So there were certain pitchers, and they they were they were getting rocked, and um, you know they thought it was me behind the plate calling the pitches, so they would shake off. And finally, uh, I never forget the guy, and he and he did it knowing that the two of us were competing for a spot. John Pichot was his name. Great guy from Puerto Rico and a, like one of the best defensive catchers you ever saw. Couldn't couldn't hit his own body weight, but unreal defensive catcher. And he was a little older, he was like 38. And he came up to me one day and goes puts his arm around me and go, "Mick, you you know you know tell uh Castro the signs." I'm like, "What's well, my shortstop?" I have to. He goes, "No, no, no." He's telling the other team. I was like, "What?" He goes, "Yeah." So he tells the shortstop on the other team and then the shortstop tells him so the dominicans have a handshake agreement between shortstops hey buddy you tell me the signs i'll tell you the signs yeah so if i wipe my nose as a fastball if i put my my glove on my knee it's uh i take i take a step right we're going inside i take a step left we're going outside i put my hands on my gloves it's a breaking ball real easy stuff they're just feeding each other like Hey, you know, hey, let's both make it. We're teammates, but we're not really teammates. We're all independent contractors. And hey, look, if if uh, you know, if I go three for three and you go three for three, I thought the catcher on the opposite team told you that. No, it was my own catcher. It was the guy I was competing with. 
who loves baseball, I guess, and okay. you know was was the he's the guy. All right, respect. Now, what was interesting is I didn't tell Castro. You didn't tell him the signs. I didn't tell or, him the or signs. Did you change them. I didn't tell the signs, and then. In the first inning, go timeout, and he, we have a we have a conversation. He on, yeah, he goes, "Hey, Poppy, I don't know the signs," and I'm like, "Okay." And I see. I thought when you when I heard this word, you're like, "Poppy, Poppy, you changed the signs." Like he, so, like that he, that he. So I didn't believe John. I didn't believe him. So I just didn't tell him. Now I come okay. out and I tell him the signs, and the shortstop for the other team laces a three-one changeup. Again, should have never been sitting changeup three-one. Laces it okay. and a decent pitch. Laces it, and I say, "Son of a bitch, Pacheco's right." So I go to the pitcher after. I was like, "What we're gonna do is we're gonna go indicator the whole game, which means so instead of putting for people that don't know, you know, one fastball, two breaking ball, three slider, wiggle for a changeup, you know, like so now an indicator means the first sign you put down is either a, a false sign and you're going last sign. There's like a million different ways to do this, or if I put down a one. The first sign after that is the pitch. If I put down a two, the second sign after that is a pitch. So it's an indicator. So it goes one. So have you ever seen like Got people it. flashing, right? Yeah. That the first sign is normally an indicator. Got it. All right. But it all has a different code. And it really, if you don't know what's going on, it's very hard to pick up. So we started to an indicator. And I told I told Castro, I was like, uh, first, first sign's dummy indicator. Dummy indicator, we're going last sign. Meaning I just lied to him. Right, so right. meaning this means nothing. We're just going last thing I put down. It wasn't true. We were going first sign indicator, so it was either going to be the first sign after or the second sign after. And he's giving the other guys bad signs. He's giving, yeah. and as I found out later, he's giving both the shortstop and the second baseman the signs. Uh-huh. So you know he's he's getting gravy from both guys, and he's giving them the bad signs, and I, they're striking out, and they're looking out towards him yeah, at like, shortstop, dude. I don't know how long this yeah, has been going. Right, like, I I had no long how I have no idea how long this has been going on, but it it was like it was like watching the Sixth Sense and then watching it for a second time and like picking up all the hints and all the clues. It's like oh yeah. my god, he's he's been doing this all year. Yeah, he's been doing this all year. It was hardcore, man. It was Short hardcore. And second baseman, not notoriously good hitters, but they're killing us this they're year. Dr- driving the every ball. team, like wow, driving the ball, and also our guys batting three thirty. Yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, that was like an unwritten rule. The other, the other unwritten rule was like, uh, you, you know, you never wanted like a Dominican left fielder. You always wanted a Dominican right fielder because they they they'd feel the uh, they'd feel the uh, the warning track and. Pull up. It was like, no, 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 no. I can't make the big leagues from the from from the DL. So, you know, somebody else is going to have to run into that wall. You know, very Roger Dorney. Oh, they'd, but they'd protect themselves? Yeah, big time. Big time. So you didn't want to pull side. You'd want, it, you'd want those guys on the back side of the field. Uh. You know, because the ball gets laced to the line. And it's like, ah, well, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get them next time, guys. You know, pitchers weren't very happy about that. Yeah, I bet. but so much of that stuff goes on. I mean, that to me is the juice. That's the interesting stuff of baseball. Um, the, what they've done with the game now is it, it's just trash to me, man. You know, this the, the trying to speed it up, doing that. The game didn't really need to be sped up. The game needed more action in between. They needed to mic people up. You need to hear the chirping going on. You need to hear the mental stuff. It's one of the best parts about your sport. Cameras right there. Five minutes, you get to see everything being done, everything being said. You get to hear what's being done, you know, with with the uh, you know with the corner guys. I mean, the, there there's there's no secrets, you know. 
and you put a you put a camera and a microphone in the dugout, that pretty much takes care of the whole sign stealing thing, doesn't it? Yeah, and then you got it. You got reality TV going too. You know what I mean? Like I think, yeah, that w- that would be a. The chirping is the best. Yeah, the chir- I they mean, figure out, they get a, like a they got a seven second delay anyway. Just bleep out the little, some some pay someone some more money to bleep it out and have like yeah have a, a mic on on a couple people each inning or mic them all up for all I care. Yeah. Whatever's the most interesting, play that back. You know what I mean? Yep. In between pitches, or hell, give me a second, give me a second pay per view that I can uh, pay to watch it not bleeped. Yeah, give me. You want some more revenue, Major League Baseball? Slick and Thick just gave you the greatest there revenue idea of your life. Give us MLB After Dark, yeah. <laughs> where we get to hear the whole thing. Yeah, we get to hear someone screaming at uh, each other from the other side of the dugout. You know, we get to hear like it. There's so much in good baseball. There's so much shit being talked that people don't hear about. Well, you think the Yankees and Red Sox just hated each other because they were playing against each other? Or do you think every time they, they ran into each other, they would chirp into one another? Like it, And you play each other 18 times a year. It's, you know, that's the juice, man. You know, that that's, that's the juice. You know, you get to hear the guys who are all in their head and how they annoy their own teammates. Guys who come back into the dugout, oh, I just missed. Oh, I, oh, oh. Yeah. shut up, dude. Right. Shut up. Like, yeah. <laughs> we get it. You got out. Shut up. Yeah. What they say? What would they say? Uh, hey, you see the guys in the big leagues? They don't just miss. Oh, uh, dude, that, that's what the coach told me. And that was the last time I ever said anything yeah, out loud. Yeah, never said that shit again. I never you? even spoke after I got out again. Yeah. The, you know, hey, Mick. You see those guys over there? Yeah. They don't just miss. Yeah. That's why you're here. Oh. That's like, uh, that's like for you, like a okay. comic, a comic being like, Bad crowd, right? Or yeah, like, or like, yeah. I was, I was, I was killing them, and and you weren't. No, that that's the uh, that that's the old Dangerfield story there, where Greer Barnes, one of the best comedians on earth, for anybody that doesn't know, look up Greer Barnes. He's unreal. He's like unfollowable. I mean, he's he's the best. He's the best, like you know, lounge comic in the world. And um, there's this one comic I was hosting at Dangerfields, R.I.P. Dangerfields, and uh, hosting at Dangerfields, and this one guy came in. I guess he was hot to trot from some other town, and you know. He, he had a rough one, and he's going up and down the bar looking for just some sympathy, anybody. Like, tough crowd out there, right? Was it a rough crowd? Tough crowd? You know, J.P. Justice was like, oh, no, they left. I mean, they were, seemed fine to me. Somebody else, and then finally he gets to Greer. He's like, what do you think, man? Did, was that a tough crowd? or did I, did I just did I have a bad set, man? And without even looking up from his whiskey, he's got like a little whiskey there. Without even looking up, he goes, yo, homie, if you got to ask. Y'all already know. <laughs> Takes a sip. It was the coldest, the coldest but coolest shit you ever heard. It's true, man. If you got to ask, you know, I, yeah. I, I imagine there's That's a lot well of that. Said. Yeah. I imagine there's a lot of that in your world where guys are looking for validation. Like, man, I hit that dude hard or something like that. They're looking for some uh, form of validation. I'm trying to think. Uh, Maybe not when they get to your level, but at the regional well, level. Well, sometimes, sometimes, like, uh, like, yeah, yeah, like some sometimes people like like if they're like have like a crap around, but ah, something's wrong with me. Like I'm not like I don't like yeah, something's wrong. I don't feel good. My something hurts. You know oh really? I mean? Yeah, sometimes. So if they have like a bad like sparring session or something like that, they immediately go to something and, and off. Prob- and and re- realistically, probably something is, but also like you know what I mean. It's it's the hurt game. It's mm. probably gonna be you're gonna have something boo booed. Maybe you know what I mean. You could be overtrained. There's so many like factors and variables that like sure. we talked about on the Christos episode. Yeah, but. You know, yeah, that's that's. I, I'm just trying to think. You know what I mean? That's maybe something I've heard a few times. Are there are there like legitimate things guys are working themselves through, or some guys are just get prone to give themselves excuses? 
Both. Mm. Both. But, yeah, it's like, uh, yeah, it's like kind of like if, if you have to say it, you know what I mean? Like, you probably, you know what I mean? Well, you want feedback, too, though, right? Because you're in the ring, and it might look completely different. You know, there most of the time, like for example, like I'm I'm really hard on myself with my sets, like and I and you have to be, you know, you don't want to be one of those guys that's like, oh man, I killed out there, today. Yeah. I hate those guys, I crushed out there, you, you did, I yeah, heard a chuckle that's, or two, that's, that's, crushing. that's all right, like I hate those dudes, yeah, but I for guess me, something like that, it could almost be like, yeah, like oh, I whooped his ass, like I was, that's you, what what whooping ass looks like, like it looked like, like you didn't fucking have him damn near finished three times that round mm. or five times. You know what I mean? So you, that looked like a pretty even round to me. Is that something that that happens? I mean, you guys got a very, very alpha mentality. A little bit, a little bit, but most, mostly it's like, I think it's, it's like, it's different with something like comedy or even like, like baseball where this is, it's very direct. Uh-huh. And so it's like, you don't like, you know what I mean? There's almost like a, I think there's a little bit of like a, you, you kind of you don't need to say it. It is what it is. Well, that's it, what I loved about do, baseball. The stats you, said you who you, you are. Don't, the you stats know? are like Bill Parcells always said: you are what your record says you are. Right. You know, like what? But what like, things- you could just miss a pitch. But if you, it, you know what I mean? Like if you just missed a punch, it's like you missed. Totally. You know? Honestly, bro, baseball's the same way. But you, just, but, you know, you said, like, no no one in a fight, like, oh, I just missed him with that hand. Or maybe you could say, like, oh, I just missed that submission, I guess. But, you know what I mean? It's like, if you... I, I don't know. I, I, I maybe... I I hear things differently from guys where they're like, oh, you know, if I had just done... Or if I had... There's a lot of ifs. I hear a lot of ifs. Right. I hear a lot of guys doing like, oh, you know, I, I thought he was gonna... And then I... You know, especially if things didn't go their way. Right. You know, then it's like there's never I've never heard anybody admit for a second that they were like I lost control in there you know like I've never heard that I like I don't know what happened you know what you know I mean you're the you're the closest to that I've ever heard where something where you're just like look I got clipped whatever it is what it is you know like that's a lot of other guys there's always like a reason why it happened well you know I ducked my head and I was supposed to do that like it was like yeah you know like if only I had done the plan. Yeah. If only. If yeah. only you know. If only these things happened exactly as I laid it out. Right, right. You know. Yeah. But I I was the same way. Like I would watch my tape and I'd be like, all right, foot down, hands back. Like you know what, man? Fuck. Guy just threw too hard. Yeah. Just beat me. Guy just beat me. Just, just, yeah. You know what? I'll do it. I'll do it. We'll do it again next time. Yeah. He just beat me. No. 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 It's in my control. I'm in control here. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, foot gets down, hands get out. You're trying to work through all your shit, and it's like, brother, I faced this guy, Chris Perez. He went. He's in jail for like weed for a long time. Mm-hmm. Oddly enough, he was he was unreal. He was a closer at Miami Team USA, and this dude threw legit 100 miles an hour. First 100 miles an hour I ever saw in my life. That dude could have thrown me a million pitches in a row. I would have not hit one of them. It just wasn't gonna happen. I might have got lucky, clipped one, but it wasn't yeah. going to be anything I did. That's for sure. That dude just blew it by me, you know. And at, at some point, like, you know, it's not really wrong with that. You know, you're just like, okay, I can't hit 100 miles an hour. Well, who else on planet Earth can? Yeah. <laughs> There's eight of them. There's a few. There's yeah. eight of them. Yeah, Which, bad. by the way, the, the, the 100 you see on TV now – would have been like I think ninety two or ninety three in the uh, late eighties, early nineties. What does that mean? 
they changed. I just I just read this today. They it was changed. A, it was fucking a, mile per hour. They did. They did. It was a big article in Baseball America. It just came out. They used to shred, They used to point the gun like from behind home plate at home plate, and it would pick up the uh, velocity of the ball as it was crossing home plate. Now they pick up the velocity of the ball as it's leaving the hand. Okay. So it's between 10 and 15% faster. So the same pitches. Which, thank God, that makes a lot more sense. Because uh, Noah Syndergaard throwing 101 miles an hour and guys pulling the ball 450 feet makes me feel like, what, what happened in the last 20 years? Yeah. There was one guy, Barry Bonds, that can do that back in the day. One guy yeah. who could take a Troy Percival fastball and hit it to the freaking moon in the World Series. Bonds was a monster. Oh, my God. Barry Bonds, it, would you say he's at when he at his prime was the best baseball player ever? He was it's such not a, even close. They would walk him with the bases loaded. It's not even close. Walk. They would walk in a run rather than get, give him a chance to put the bat on the ball. The guy hit more home runs in a major league season than he had swings and misses. Yeah, I couldn't do that. Very in sporty ball. episode. <laughs> yeah, a very sporty episode. We got some fantasy football. Got some baseball, got yep. some football, got some MMA. Thanks, guys. Love you. All right, cool. See you, see you on Monday. Thanks. Peace.